0: This is a Wild
1: Eats production podcast. You remember. Roll your stealth roll. Game books, pencils, pizza, cheese puffs, and a hell of a lot of dice. And the dragon woke up. Roll for initiative. <laughs> this is the Roll for Initiative podcast, where 1E is the place to be.
0: Welcome to Roll for Initiative. Po- okay guys, Roll for Initiative, Volume Nine, uh, Episode Two Fourteen. I am not the Cloud Giant from Episode Two Thirteen, nor is Nick Willie the Slime Beast.
1: Darn it! Here I am. But
2: returning player. from the Netherworld is Matt. Hello, Matt. Hi, everyone. I got—I hopped on a roller coaster and got sucked in through a portal, but yes. I found my way back, so it's okay. He got better. Was it cool? Was it cool? Yeah. Well there was this maze and all, and I had to go up some hey, stairs and That's yeah. this
0: episode. Was there Dungeons
2: oh. and Dragons? Yes.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Oh boy. So uh last episode was definitely a doozy. This is the beginning of the new season, season two, which we mm-hmm. had discovered started uh what was the date that this one started, Nick?
1: Um, well, let's go, well, yes, it, it was The Girl Who Dreamed Tomorrow, and the mm-hmm. original air date was September 8th, 1984, so you had to wait a whole nine months from December of the previous year to see a whole new episode of the D&D cartoon.
0: Yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, back
0: then they That's had it on repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. We probably didn't even notice because we were little kids going, "Oh boy, a new episode!" Right? I you noticed.
2: noticed. You no, you know? and this is also when they moved to their new time slot at eleven a.m. They from the nine thirty spot.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that would be like because it was starting at eleven. That would be like, okay, I'm going to get wrapped, because that was my like my to remind me my visual cue that I was going to have to get dressed and get ready to go down to the to the hobby store, meet all my friends, and go gaming for that weekend. Yeah, I was going like to say,
0: that. you probably jumped right to the, the uh,
1: gaming store after that. Yep, yeah, At 11.30, I said, Dad, got to take me over to, to Star Realm. Yeah, you got to go take that. me over to Star Realm.
0: Yeah. We should play some games with my friends. I want
2: to see all my friends
1: here. I
2: had my That's cereal. Awesome.
0: I cleaned my room. I'm good.
2: <laughs> you didn't stick around for the show following Dungeons & Dragons Pryor's what? Place, Richard Pryor's live-action kids show? apparently i I, no. I i i like blocked that out of my memory yeah i blocked what? that
0: out of my memory too <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i don't know no, i don't i just, don't know thinking no. was that worse or was the hammerman cartoon worse I don't even know what you're talking about
0: m c hammer had his own cartoon too oh no.
1: Oh dear Lord. It was
0: called Hammerman. He had magic shoes that turned him into Hammerman and he was a superhero.
1: <laughs> my 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 cartoons apparently were limited by living in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah.
2: So there was also the at this time period Mr. T had his cartoon whereas Mr. Ke T and his band of kids in like a van doing yeah. things. Yes.
0: creepy van. <laughs> yes. yes. It was it? Anyway, we better move
1: on before it just degenerates into. Yeah, okay, let's get like on to the episode. Go ahead, go ahead, Nick. Continue. Handy for kids. So, yeah, this one's called "The Girl Who Dreamed Tomorrow," uh, directed by John Gibbs, and written by Carl Gurus. Yeah, somebody different for once. Carl Gurus. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the synopsis of the episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> There's a giant. You know, Sorry. <laughs> the kids meet Terry, a lost child like themselves, who is also a clairvoyant <sighs> who can dream the future and leads them towards their doorway home where trouble awaits. Bobby must make a heartbreaking choice to save his soulmate, Terry, from Venger. This one actually on the IMDb has an eight star rating. Really? And I could kind of mm-hmm. see why.
2: Yeah. All right. It's actually right. a
1: pretty decent episode. I liked because it because yeah. I liked it because there's a point where this episode gets pretty darn dark. Well, foreshadowing. So we start off our, our 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 episode. Our intrepid heroes are like hanging on a vine or a gourd over a gorge. It's so like a, either a vine or a, or rope.
0: I I, I was, wasn't sure what that was. Get,
1: yeah, I think it was like a rope. But they're trying to get away from some bullywugs on the other side of this, like. Gorge. They look like and turtles. They, yeah, they all, they all leap off the vine, and Eric's like, ha ha, ha and he's like, oh, I'm the only one left. <laughs> of course. And then Han- Hank tries to help. So what does Hank tru- do? Shoots. He shoots at the vine and cuts it in half where some of the bullywogs are hanging. They fall into a river below. I still so- say the Chinese mutant ninja turtles. Yes, <sighs> they look but, like you know, turtles. the boy are on the other side, going ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. We hate you. And yeah, the the or the vine, and he ends up in the bushes, and he his foot like thunks upon something metal, and he just finds a one of the cars from the D and D amusement park ride. Right? <sighs> yeah. So, um. Hank, I believe, asks Presto if he can make it work. And um, Presto is about to start a spell, but the Bullywugs are running towards him. They're running away from the Bullywugs, and the Bullywugs, because they're chaotic evil, start beating up the car. (laughs) They're living up to their alignment and their intelligence, by the way.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: They're destroying the car. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said... I've used this trope about a car before. Okay. In a dungeon, and I'll tell you where later on. Oh, all right. Well, actually, I will tell you right now. Castle Greyhawk. Actually, the one that I used the, uh, was it? The Castle Mad Archmage. Yeah. That adventure. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, the original version of that was like all based off of all the notes and everything about from Guy, Gary Gygax on Castle Greyhawk, right? Yeah. You know, eventually they converted it to Adventures Dark and Deep, but in there on the first level, there is a car that is all beat up <laughs> that, that the adventure is fine. It's like, it's been burnt and you find the, uh, the license plate and all that. And you're like, what is this thing? So <sighs> yeah, car in a fantasy adventure. Yes. Yeah. Sort of, a, sort of a thing. Meh. So, um, there's this, all of a sudden there's this dog that pulls on Eric's leg and he calls it a mangy mutt um bobby gets all upset and says you know maybe he wants him to follow Follow. he wants us to follow him so the uh this big old floppy eared hairy dog running away and then the bully was i guess the leader sees eric and then eric starts running away like a little girl like he does and then the scene changes Dog was kind of cute. I mean, come on. Which actually, I thought this scene change was pretty cool. When this happens, you hear okay. You hear this girl crying, and the lizard men are kind of like staring into the camera. Yeah. But then they hear something, and then it cuts towards Bobby holding his 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 club with the dog like snarling like he's Cujo. <laughs> And, and uni like, cowering like the little wuss he is behind Bobby. But it's actually a pretty good, actually, animation because he's, like, in shadow. Oh, in yeah, line. that's right, yeah. So yeah. The, the colors are a bit subdued. It's actually pretty good animation in this episode overall, at least I thought, for, for season two. It actually turned out pretty well. And he sees this girl tied up in a tree. She's crying. And he's like, she's, please help me. So... The heroes spring into action. They're fighting these lizard men, Eric being Eric, like yelling and screaming. He's like, why does anybody listen to me? (laughs) (laughs) Presto actually does something really good. He he does this without even saying it. He uh, pulls this like door out of his hat and like it's rolled up and it pulls down. The lizard man opens the door and then like he disappears into the door. So we get a and poof and the door disappears. Check mark for that one, I guess. Yeah. A big check mark, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: So it worked. Yay. Um and then uh was it um Sheila unties her and then all of a sudden the girl yells, "Where's Diana? Where's Diana? Get away from get her away from the trees." And I'm like, "How did she know Diana's name?" And then Diana goes, how did you know my name? <laughs> and, and then Eric's like all of a sudden jumping and running around like he's got to go pee and yelling. There's bully wugs coming here all over the place, the big bully wugs. And then he's like, oh, it's a lizard man. I got to go. Bye. Oh, yeah. he
0: <laughs> uh, He's jumping around a little crazy and he grabs the lizard look- man. is like.
1: Just big ugly bully wugs coming our way and it's like, oh yeah. Yeah. you
0: dummy, that's not mm-hmm. Hank or anybody. Stop it.
1: <laughs> it's a lizard man, you moron. So um <clears throat> so uh the bully wugs show up, they're like tossing around if I, who was it they taught to- they're tossing around. They're tossing around Eric up in the air, like and then Sheila like, okay, it's our turn. <laughs> She, Sheila then goes all stealth. so And she goes in amongst the bullywugs and lizardmen and says, I guess like she was a bullywug right behind a lizardman and says, Hey, snake face, and slaps him on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Okay, go, Sheila. <laughs> and then the bullywugs and lizardmen fight each other. And he's like and Eric's all caught up in the rabble and he gets pulled out by Sheila. He's like all flustered, like a- a- a-. As usual. And then she's like, <clears throat> Oh, um, I'm, I'm Terry, this is Freddie, and it's like, Does he always get like that? Talking about Eric he's and and Hank's like, Yeah, he gets like that from time to time. <laughs> yeah. And then the scene ends there. Okay. Yep.
2: Fade to
1: black. Whack. So it's actually, actually this episode. I thought this far I was like, you know, this is pretty good. There's some good comedy here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I actually think the animation in this episode's really is fairly good. Yeah, I thought they did a whoever did the animation for this. I thought the studio did a pretty decent job with this one. Maybe because they were starting fresh with season two, so they started off on a on the right foot. Yeah, we <laughs> so. don't get any
0: poor drawn arcs or. Goblins, right? No, like it's that. actually
1: <clears throat> overall pretty darn well drawn. Yeah. Um, and then we go to a scene where Terry basically tells her story how she ended up here. She was in a car in the D&D ride, flash a light, boom. She's there and she's here with her dog named Freddy. Now, here's my question. Yeah. Why is she dressed in normal clothes? And when the heroes got there, they weren't.
2: Well, my question is why is she. At first, I'm like shes looks old enough to be Bobby's mom, yeah, the way she was dressed, <laughs> yeah, I'm like she's wearing the mom jeans, but the only thing that about her rendering that makes her seem like a child is her height, other than that, yeah, make her taller, she's their mother I, I was
0: thinking well, the same thing because when I first saw her, I'm like, oh, she's probably like Hank's age or Sheila's
1: age or something no then, she's Bobby's age,
0: yeah, and I'm like, wait, no. Okay. But here's
1: the thing. Why is she in regular, which is normal clothes for that period? Because DM when, didn't give her. And anything. the rest of them came here. They were dressed up in the garb of their. Because
2: she didn't get a class.
1: She no, just got and, a magic uh, here's item. What I think. She's here's an NPC. My theory. She wasn't meant to be there, but the heroes were. Oh. And if the heroes are here for like the DM to solve things, DM screwed up maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Mm because that just proves without a shadow of doubt DM is a dick. Yeah, wow. So so basically, the DM's. Basically, yeah, and the plot holes is D and D ride.
2: He keeps meddling with, right? Because what happened to the car that the kids showed up in? If that car's there, where's their car? Yeah, I, I know. It just it's gone. And also, with this ride, is it a one-time suck-in portal? Is it like every full moon? Whenever DM decides,
1: apparently. So whenever it's convenient to further the plot. Thank you. DM. Dungeon Master is a dick. Plain and simple. <laughs> and I guess we find out, because she, she kind of dreamt about what happened to them. Yeah. That's how she knew about um, Diana in the you know get away from the tree. She when she dreams, she sometimes dreams of what happens in the future. <clears throat> and then with all that, Eric like was like whatever. I just want to get some sleep. And then oh no, and DM shows up. So DM announces that he knows of a way home for them. You know you know again because he
2: he always has a way for them to get home. Right. This is turning into Gilligan's Island yeah this, <laughs> so this, he's other yeah. people are randomly showing up on the island everyone else can
1: get off except mm-hmm. these kids or it's like Fantasy Island and he's like Mr. Rourke yeah which would in make the... uni tattoo um that so basically he says, that, he says he says there's a, there's a portal to their home in the mountains but the problem is in order to use it they also have to destroy it. Before going through. And I'm like, how is this a way home? DM, you are a dick. It's like, oh, there's a a portal there, but you can't go through it. You have to destroy it. (laughs) well,
2: Well, the only reason they have to destroy it is so no one else shows up.
1: Right, right. But they don't necessarily know that yet. They only know his little cryptic thing about, you know, to get, you know, to get when you get to the portal, you must destroy it. I'm like, well, what's the point? Right. Right. Yeah. But they kind of figure, you know, it's a yeah. way for maybe her to get home to, for for Terry to get home. So, in that case, so they're gonna, I guess, they go, they're gonna go find it. Um, he also mentioned that there is a maze of darkness to get to this portal, and to find the maze, they must get lost. And then DM disappears. As usual. As usual. So Bobby's like, yeah, we'll get the kid home. And, and, and his sister's like, you know, that's very rude. You know, you're about the same age. And Terry's like, it's okay. Good night, Bobby. He's like, yeah, good night. He's like, yeah, good night, whatever. Good night. And scene. Yeah. <laughs> where... We get to um, Venger's castle, yeah, for a brief moment, and we get to this scene where you see Venger. He's like, Um, he was surprised that the, his minions got defeated by them. I'm like, Why should you be surprised by now? Your minions suck, Venger. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> it's like, I cannot believe they defeated my bullywugs and lizard men. How many times before have they defeated your bullywugs and lizard men, Why are you surprised by this?
0: Yeah, he shouldn't be at all at this point. I mean, come on. I know.
1: I know. He it's, should be surprised. That like, he should be surprised if they like succeed. I know it's a new season <laughs> and all, but come on, dude. Come on.
2: I mean, they it's took like, out Tiamat in the first episode. Of course, they're going to defeat some bullywugs. I know. I mean, lizard come on. Man.
1: They're yeah. just cannon fodder. Um. So Shadow Demon shows up and tells Venger because you know he was spying on them because he's a yeah. he's a you know Shadow Demon's a perv. Uh, that they got help from a. He sounds like one. Hey, Venger, yeah.
0: Yeah. let me creep on you from the window. <laughs>
1: they got help from a little girl. <laughs> Maybe he's not that creepy, that, but no, definitely. But not. then Venger like turns around. He goes. A girl. I'm. A, and I'm about ready for her to hear him. To hear him to say, "Is she hot?" Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't.
2: <laughs> Thankfully.
1: And seen. Because <laughs> I was expecting that. Like that's just like a my sick mind. A girl. Is she hot? <laughs> anyway, so uh-huh. we go back to their, their, their camp, and you notice that. Her, she has this locket of a heart and it like sparkles and makes a tinkling noise. And then she starts to dream because you see the kind of wavy lines. Not Wayne's world. No, but well, I had to make the noise because
0: okay. 구- that's a flashback so, noise, by the way.
1: Well, it's whatever. <laughs> so a bright light wakes Eric, um, and, he's, and you see this pyramid with like this this portal to their world on top. And at first thing I thought, hey, it's Ghostbusters. It's Ghost of the Gozarian. It's like the temple from Ghostbusters. It
2: is actually. It's oh gosh. It would be it's not not a portal
1: to their home. It's it's to the it's to goze of the (laughs) Gozarian.
2: And it would be the right time frame. This was yeah, 1984. was 83.
1: Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it looks really like that. That pyramid, doesn't it? It kinda, does. Sort of. It yes, does. Kinda. <laughs> sort of. So I'm like, I'm going with them. Like, yes, they're getting sucked into being eaten by Gozer the Gozarian. <laughs> so the portal does start sucking them in. Um, they start flying towards it. We're gonna go
2: home,
1: Terry. And then a black cloud appears in front of the portal in the shape of Venger, And then this thing, this Hydra uh, appears, Hydra. and it, oh. like, grabs Bobby and Uni and shoots fire. So it's a Pyro Hydra. Look <laughs> that up in your monster manual, folks. Pyro Hydra? It's there. And they actually did it correctly. It, it's it's, really it's kind weird. of reddish yep. they'd have no more than 7 heads and i counted this one i believe it has 5
0: mm. so new
1: season new uh new approach new approach they, we want to be accurate to the monster man and all the other monsters there and the other things so get it right that's the that's the memo from gary yeah gary got made fun <laughs>
0: of by his other actor friends so he's trying to get it right so, this time
1: so no more parties at this house yeah, it's a five-headed uh, pyrohydra. She runs away. She's running towards this maze, right? And she's running through it, and the the walls start crumbling down around her. She falls into a hole, and Bobby wakes her up. <laughs> <sighs> it's all a dream. Yeah, she starts crying and falls into Bobby's arms. Aww. Oh. Eric gets up. He's like, "What the hell is all this noise?" Like, well, doesn't say that, but he says, "What is all the noise? Why don't you? Sh- why don't you shut up?" And Bobby gets all indignant and points and like, "You shut up!" I'm like, "Whoa!" Like a dude. little boy who's in love. Love. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. The subtitle yeah. for this
2: episode is Bobby gets a girlfriend.
1: Bobby gets a girl. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to skip ahead. Yes. So. Um, so Diana goes over to Hank, uh, kind of the two in She's like, "You thinking what I'm thinking, Hank?" They want to get it like, on. Oh. <laughs> no, not that. They're not going to get
2: it on. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. All of a sudden, she—they're like... not going to get—they're not going to get their twiddle on. Sheila um, and Hank now have the uh, Fred and uh, Daphne well, relationship.
1: I don't know, but it's like he's. But Hank's like. I hope it wasn't a bad dream about us. So it was the whole kind of like Star Wars. I got a bad feeling about this yeah. <laughs> going on. Yeah. And then the scene ends, <clears throat> which it goes into like, all of a sudden I'm leaking, looking at these meadows and near Eric's yelling, Hey, breakfast time. And it looks like the, it looks like Oz,
2: yeah, It looks With like the pop- all
1: the flowers, all the poppies and everything. Yeah. They're rolling like,
2: around laughing. I'm like, oh, they're doing the Wizard of Oz instead of falling well, asleep. They're all going to fall down laughing.
1: But, um, so everybody's like, who, you know, what's for breakfast there, Eric? Uh, boiled beetles, dragon stew, and he kind of has this look like um, chickens! Because <laughs> he's using the dog and, um, uni, to find, I guess, breakfast, and these giant chicken things show up, but they look like cockatrices to me. So, apparently, everybody made their save and didn't turn the stone. Because because yeah. Bobby and Terry write off on these things. Laughing. <laughs> laughing. They fall into the flowers, rolling around and laughing. And <laughs> Eric gets all indignant and bitchy. <laughs> like he usually does. Yeah. <laughs> and, and So... And to the, and the put an end to all that, the Pyro Hydra shows up. Again. Well, yeah, and the for real well, this time. The real one. Yeah. I just said, I've used Pyro Hydra and real in the same stand. And oh so, my God. Well, a <laughs> battle ensues, right? And a ter- apparently Terry just goes freaking berserk and starts, runs towards the Hydra and starts punching it. I'm uh-huh. like, what? This is why she's Bobby's girlfriend. Well, she's like... She's crazy, man. Bobby's She's trying crazy. to take on a t- take on a pyrohydra herself. Um oh well, Terry ducks with Bobby uh under Eric's shield. And then Bobby's like, what are you doing? It's like being, you know, <laughs> when you say being a being stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then um there's this waterfall, and they go, it, and someone yells, I think it's might be not sheila but it might be um diana says everybody quick behind the waterfall so Mm. they get behind it and they're trapped and because i thought it was like just dead end right there and bobby's like not for long bam knocks down like portion of the wall it starts leaking water and rocks and everything and i'm like wait hold on a second here wouldn't they get killed with all these rocks and water coming down?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, you would think, but he hit it in just the right spot, right. and He knew how it would collapse. It was a control, controlled demolition. Apparently, apparently,
1: ball. uh, apparently, uh, you know, Bobby has a degree in engineering, yes. yes. Yeah. Of, of, yes, with a emphasis on plate tectonics. He he's,
2: Yeah, he studied uh, structural engineering in the second in, grade. In,
1: and geography and geology. And mm-hmm. so the rocks and the water knock over the hydra, and I guess it washes away.
0: Yeah.
1: Then the seed fades to black, and that's, you know, commercial break. Dun, so, dun, dun. so as a kid, of course, I go get a bowl of cereal. And we get back from the commercial, and all of a sudden you see oh, it's a deeper cave. So they could have got in further unless maybe that was something that Bobby did.
2: Yeah. Maybe it was blocked. Maybe yeah, that. Cave was- knows, but
1: the, the kids are okay. Yeah. yeah, And, right. and, and Bobby's like, that's the bravest thing I've seen. And, you know, take a, you know, and she goes, well, you, what you did was very brave. And then like Eric, gets like, well, you know, Okay, when was it? And Bobby says, well, that's the second bravest thing I I saw was, like, Eric using his shield. And Eric's like, well, don't everybody thank me at once. (laughs) And Sheila's like, yeah, Sheila and who was it? They go together, thank you, Eric. (laughs) I think it was Diana together, probably. Oh, it was Sheila and Presto. Oh, yeah, that's That's it, okay. And Eric's like, whatever. Whatevs. So the scene fades from there and you see Venger he's on his nightmare and he's at the basically what's left of the waterfall. He says he must find the source of her power and then shall dream no more. Dun dun dun. <laughs> maniacal laugh. Insert here. Because hmm. he wants to see into tomorrow. Apparently... The, apparently, the precognition spell does not ex- exist in the realms. At least, not in his spell book. Not in his spell book. He didn't. Re- he didn't memorize it. So, the scene then goes over into another where where they're in like a a desert with obsidian rocks. I I'm assuming they're obsidian because they're like super sharp. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. it's so it's a weird desert, which. You know, there are a lot of deserts on in the realms here, which still leads to my post-apocalyptic Earth uh, theory. No. I'm sl- I'm sticking with it, man. All right, all right. Settle so, down. So, so Presto suggests maybe I should turn the rocks in the rubber, but before that, a windstorm in the form of Avenger kicks up and starts blowing sand and the rocks around. Yeah. And then we fade to commercial. <laughs> um, we come back. The wind's blowing. Freddy, the dog, is barking for them to follow him, and they they follow him through like I guess a doorway, and they shut the door behind themselves. Yeah. And they turn around and they see the maze of darkness. Yay. Beyond, beyond the door they went into, and you know, uh, was it um, Terry mentioned that it's a maze full of ma- uh, traps? And then beyond that, you see, oh my God, it's Gozer's temple again. Yep. <laughs> well, mm. it's the portal. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, this kind of surprised me. At this point, Eric starts arguing about not going towards the portal. And I'm like, um, it's a ho- way home, doofus. Yeah. And he's like, no, we're just going to get lost, and whatever. I'm like, it's a way home. You've always been wanting to go home, and you turn around and not go that way? I'm like, that's totally against character, I thought.
0: Yeah, but he's so, the I-don't-want-to-do-what-the-group-wants-to-do guy, remember?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I guess going with that. So Eric's like, I'm, get, I'm let's get through this door. And before he does... It's like, it looks like molten lava starts coming through the edges of the door and seals them in. And uh, Eric's like, I'll give you three guesses who did it. And then Bobby's like, oh, Avenger. So, and that cuts the Avenger and he says, you know, pretty much gets them trapped. They have to go through his maze of darkness. So they cut back to the group. They're and the scene immediately opens up with Eric almost falling in a pit. (laughs) Which I thought was kind of interesting. And Bobby kind of saves him from falling in. They're they're wandering around. They're obviously lost because the Ranger sucks. Because the thief sucks. (laughs) Walls are like moving in and cutting off their way so they can backtrack. But, we do see them... Well, well, they're all tired and start to lay down, right? Wait. What?
0: You do see that they finally were smart about one thing and using Diana's pole to check for traps.
1: That's true. They were. They were using a 10-foot pole correctly. (laughs) Well, it's not a 10-foot pole, but they're using a pole. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah, totally get. They're using... Yeah, I actually... I missed that part. Let me see. Where was that?
0: After the pit, like, the next scene, they were... She was the very,
1: very around, and she's
0: poking. Yeah, Yeah, she's poking at the ground.
1: Yeah, you're right. I totally miss it. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're poking around. Either she's poking around for traps or looking for hidden doors. Yeah, she's basically
0: doing what you're supposed to do in those type of situations.
1: Right, actually did that sort of thing. So they're all like winded. Season two, season two, and then because a door, another wall, like slams her way behind them. They all like lay down because they're running around. They're tired and everything. Terry turns and she screams into like this into the face of like some rusted out armor and she starts crying because that's all she does. Yep. <laughs> um, they mention that and there's all these suits of rusted out armor, but they're all the same type. Like it's the same army, all right? So there was like a battle fought long ago in this area amongst them. But themselves. it looks like they fought each other. Ooh. and this is where the series gets a little dark mm-hmm. you'll notice that you know eric starts blaming terry for them being lost it's all her fault you notice the animation gets really dark with lots of reds and blacks yeah and bobby gets all defensive and trying to defend her the dog gets all cujo again mm-hmm. and everybody starts mocking bobby and he's like it's your girlfriend your goody goody girlfriend. girlfriend and he's like everybody's getting into it you and he's like freaking out normally and then I mean this is like a really dark point in the episode in this show yeah. I'm like wow how did this get passed but the voice of reason Hank is like knock it off Shoots his bow into the air and somehow breaks the spell of the maze. Yeah, and everybody's like, what? "What? What? just happened." And Eric's like, "Hey, Bobby, don't, don't wrinkle the goods." <laughs> and Hank obviously surmises that the maze somehow affects people's minds. Yeah. So basically, it drives you to anger. Fear leads to anger and anger leads to suffering.
0: No, yes. stop it. <laughs> no,
2: no, no, no. Yes, because you know what Hank did to defeat it was they had the r- weird red mood lighting, and that's what made everyone angry. So when he shot his bow <sighs> into the air, it made a giant burst of shining bright shining light. light. Yes, and it was the brightness no. taking out the darkness mm-hmm. that brought everyone back. That's it. Minus 200 Eric experience is like points. A,
1: a, <laughs> yes. And then Eric gets all indignant and goes, nah, I have a mind of a steel trap, and he's holding a helmet. And the helmet, like, the eyes glow green and goes, Beware, Cavalier. Beware, Cavalier. <laughs> no, not in a Brooklyn accent, no. <laughs> I'm going to get you with my friend Willie. <laughs> so... um the scene fades again to another one where hank uses his bow to climb the wall uses an energy shot yeah i don't mm-hmm. See so, that they're,
0: but, what i don't
1: quite yeah. get how that bow works half the time well my my other question
0: Whatever's is convenient why are they the
2: why are they going through the maze if they can just climb over every wall
0: yeah that was what i was why don't they just walk across the walls? i mean there i know there were spikes up there but they could have just walked around those
2: right you could or just did it enough to st- get a straight line, and just keep scaling walls. Yeah. I know. Just, I just know. American That's Ninja Warrior, this stuff. Yep. Yeah. Cotta, around their way. American but, Gladiators.
1: Uh... <laughs> Parkour? So, no. A- anyway, so Hank says, you know, we're almost there. We're really... And Hank's like, all right, I guess it's time for a break. Okay. So he's like... He's going to take a few zoos himself. So yeah, everybody falls asleep. Perry's, Terry starts dreaming. Her necklace starts to do the glowy, tinkly thing. And she dreams of that she's at school. And the bell rings and she's leaving class. And then who does she see is Bobby. Aww. And he has her locket and runs towards her. And then DM wakes her up. So, this is one of those few times in our life where you had a good dream about school. (sighs) I'm like, really? (laughs) Who ever had a good dream about school? Nobody. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Nobody. Ever. So, this is obviously saying to the kids, you know, you can't have good dreams about school. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Meh. <laughs> so, anyway, DM wakes her and says, This dream will come true, too. So, meh. Eventually, it gives him, yeah, that's like, okay, cool, whatever. But it comes important a little bit later on, right? We'll see. Sure. But DM tells Avenger using his maze and the portal to to lure people to their doom. And I'm like, okay, why? What's the ultimate result? Just to be a real jackhole? I mean...
2: Because he's evil.
1: And then... Just like that.
2: Um, yeah, just because he's Venger. If only he had the mustache to twirl, he would be. Twirling. I know.
1: So DM mentions about the Warriors that they were actually formal, former pupils of, of Dungeon Master. So
2: you know what that tells me? DM's not a very good manner, mentor. Mentor. No, oh. he is a truly old school DM who believes in a good TPK.
1: So okay, I I, I can run with that. So he's actually a very good DM, yes. just a terrible mentor to other people. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So, all of a sudden, Terry's like, "I remembers in my I remember in my dream how how to get out." So they're following Terry. She's like tears off running. Um. And then the walls start crumbling around them. They finally make it out to Gozer's Temple. Sorry. Stop (laughs) it. I can't resist.
2: I can't resist. It's Gozer's Temple, dude. (laughs) When when they look through the portal, they see the Ghostbusters on the other side with their proton packs trying to close it.
0: No, they don't. (laughs)
2: Stop it.
1: (laughs) Stop it. Sorry. But anyway, so... They make, they make it to the to this pyramid where the portal is, but Venger shows up. Of course. There he is. He's like, you can go through the portal, but the girl stays with me. Now,
0: not the weapons of power he's been after for the entire
1: first season. But nah, you guys girl. can keep those. I want the girl and the thing. <laughs> yeah, but... that was another thing I mentioned. I'm like, he's been all about the weapons of power. And all but of he's a sudden like... now it's like, nah, I let the girl. I'm like... You're a sicko, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <He's> like, <"I laughs> you're really not future. just evil. You're sick and evil. He's a creeper. Yeah, he's, he's he's got a van that says candy on the side. She was going to be saying so,
0: hashtag me too now later on. <laughs>
1: oh my god! Go on right, you went there. Yeah, I you went, there. went there, dude. <laughs> so it's your show. <laughs> Go on. So Hank. Is like, nope, Terry is coming with us, but here's what I like the best: what Diana says. She's like, you want her? She gets that bow staff out, come and get her. I'm like, yeah. Diana getting attitude.
2: Yeah, she's getting sassy.
1: I like it. And that's why everybody liked Diana. <laughs> yeah. She's a sassy little girl. Stop it. Anyway, Avenger. Then, like, it's all, like, uses his magic to turn himself into... I really don't know what the hell this thing is. It was something. some sort of dragon demon thing. Yeah. I'm going to call it a demon dragon, because it kind of looks like a combination of a demon and a dragon.
0: And anime.
1: actually... It's well drawn and animated. Yeah, it was cool looking. It looks... It looks like something of a nightmare. It does. looks like something oh more God. Japanese animation, honestly. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just... Well, we're not going to go too far down that road. So a battle ensues. <laughs> Legend of the Over... Never mind. Never... No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. So sorry. a battle ensues there. Presto becomes really good at his hat again. Twiddling. He He, he knows how to twiddle right. Yeah. And he um, pulls, like, a, like a hundreds of, like, rat traps out of his um, hat, and they snap onto, like, one of the, the um, Avengers Demon Dragon forms, like, I guess, like, uh, I guess tail or tentacle? I don't know. I guess he has multiple tails in it. They all snapped onto it. I'm like, and it really irritated the hell out of this thing. So I'm like, cool. So, and Eric's like, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> he actually gave Presto a compliment. <laughs> so, um, uh, Bobby heads up with Terry towards the pull uh, portal. So he picks her up and tosses her towards the portal. She hangs onto him. And she's like, what about you? And He's, like, gets all sniffly-eyed and everything and tosses her into the portal and Demon Dragon Venger's heading towards them. And she flies into the portal and tosses her locket in towards Bobby and says, remember what DM said. But now they still have to destroy the portal so nobody else can get... I guess so nobody else can go home? Uh, So nobody else can, like, go through the maze and...
2: Right. No. So no one else can get through the maze. You easily got through. Got through.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's not making much sense here. So here's where doesn't... it got a little foggy. And and Eric and Eric all of a sudden says this will never work, Botta i I'm like, what won't work? What did you did you come up with a plan while you guys were in the maze that we don't know about?
2: Yeah, you didn't camera, tell the audience. Yeah, off-camera, they developed an elaborate plan. They didn't have time for the episode, so they're just like, yeah, we'll just go with it. I mean, am I the only
1: one that kind of caught that? I'm like, "Um, what what plan is going to work? hmm. And so Bobby says, it will if you don't miss. So Bobby runs towards Diana, tosses him in the air, and then Eric, using his shield like a baseball bat, hits Bobby into the pyramid with his mace or his... Club and destroys the pyramid. Yep. They, they did.
2: It, they did their ahead. version of. They did their version of the fastball special.
1: You caught that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only one. I'm like yep. it's the it's the D and D version of the X Men's fastball special.
2: I'm, I'm like, like that is a fastball special. That's
1: the fastball special that Wolverine and and Colossus, Colossus. used to do. Yep. I'm like good. I'm not the only one who caught that. I'm like, okay, vindication here. Yeah. Let me let me soak that in. Ha. That just so sick sick minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Uh so the demon dragon venger form falls into the rubble and I guess the portal uh, then disappears. And then the, the scene fades to where like Bobby is sitting in the sand and, and he's sad. And you know, he's going, Meh. And everybody's ignoring her, and and Hank's like, um, Bobby, Hey Bobby and Bobby's and Bobby's like, I'll be right there. And Hank's like, just whenever you're ready, buddy. So yeah, he's obviously very sad that his soulmate Terry's gone. (laughs) Not gonna cry. Suck it up. But DM shows up, right? Which, in this point, is kind of a cool thing because he wants to toss... As soon as Bobby wants to toss that locket away, DM shows up and says, don't do it. And But Bobby's like, I don't want to keep it. But he goes, well, that's fine, but why don't you hold on to it so you can give it back to her when you see her? And he says that Terry had her last dream before he went. Do you want to know what it is? So... Off-camera, apparently, DM tells tells um, Bobby what Terry's dream is. So we cut back up to the rest of the group. And Eric is polishing up his shield, and Presto says something to the effect. He goes, isn't that enough spit and polish? And Eric's like, there's never too much spit and polish. But it ran out of spit an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Spit about an hour ago, so hey. <laughs> so Hank's like, Bobby, you know, he's lost his best friend. And Bobby starts running back. He goes, hey, guys, guess what? Guess what happened? Where do you hear it? And he's running over with the locket. And he goes, Yahoo! And end. That is the end of our episode, The Girl Who Dreamed Tomorrow. Yay. Yay! And I thought this was a pretty darn good episode.
2: Yeah.
1: I thought I liked it. I could see why I got an eight. Yeah, it was pretty good at the end. I was like, this is a really good episode. Um, Now, with that being said, how would you use this sort of thing in an adventure? <sighs> now, I actually have something. I, I want to hear it. Remember that, Um, and it ties into that dungeon the castle mad archmage there's an npc i think it's on the first level uh-huh that you that the that the adventuring that the party can potentially run into and at, he's been trapped in the 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 castle the dungeons of the mad archmage so he's kind of gone nuts himself but um how it worked in my campaign is the magic user in the group, who's not a very good one, got proficient in throwing bricks because they found a pile of bricks somewhere, and he threw a brick at him, and he hit him. I think he... Well, he hit him, and then like, I think he did a called shot to his head and knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> so the mage knocked this guy out, who's like... He's in some... He looks like a fighter, a warrior of some type. And then he comes to... And he says um, who are you guys he's you know he's wearing scale mail he's got a shield and everything got a sword it's like what happened I don't quite remember and they asked who he is his name my, my name's um my name's Douglas Wilson and I'm from a place called earth and I'm not sure quite sure how I got here all I remember was I was I was I was playing this game with my friends with all these you know they invited me to this game and and it's called dungeons and dragons (sighs) (laughs) yeah i went there and we were playing this game and i just remembered like i'm sitting there with all my friends and then like we're about to there was something that was gonna happen and then everything got really dark in the room and this like like the, the doors started blowing open and like the smoke piled in uh came in and next thing I know, um like what I found out later on, I'm miles away or like a mile away, I'm looking over the city of Greyhawk there in a field. And my friends are there, but one of them is like a dwarf and the other one's an elf. <laughs> He's not they're not human. And 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 the rest of the party when I'm like going through all this and and, and this is you know a, a brief synopsis of what happened when they were getting information from him. Everybody in in the group was like, "What?" <laughs> it's like how did all this happen? So I kind of it's kind of the same thing here with Terry getting from Earth from a, to a lost world and everything. So it kind of it's kind of the same thing, I guess, in a way. But I also borrowed it from a you know a series. Uh, books was at the, uh, the 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 was it the um, Guardians of the Flame series? Um, if you haven't read them before, they're actually very good books, and it's kind of based on that whole same premise. So I I highly recommend them. It's Guardians of the Flame series. Uh, series I forget the first book is um, and the series is called It's the Chain and the Dragon. I think. But it's Guardians of the Flame, but uh, I kind of borrowed that. Now he's like an NPC in the party, and he's like, they eventually find out. It's like I he, he wants to get home, and they say we're gonna find a way of getting you home, getting you back to this place called Earth. So that's kind of a side quest for them. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. so they think they think there he there might be a way, uh, if I remember correctly. Doug Wilson here says. I we went here because we had hopes of maybe finding a way a home here because there was rumors like there's like portals to other worlds and he's like, well maybe there's one in here, and unfortunately the rest of his friends died, and he was the only one left and he's been trying to find his way out. That's why he went like nuts, but he got hit on the head with a brick. and knock some sense
2: into them yeah. cool yeah so i yeah i mean this really almost struck me as more of like a doctor who episode plot you have person displaced in time and space and then you have to get them back to their homeland and then at the same time you may end up maintaining the status quo by not going through the portal
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. i guess it's kind of doctor who-ish
2: yeah with with the, with the foreshadowing of her dreams and uh, Timey-wimey, and the mm-hmm. uh, future isn't exactly how she dreamed, but kind of close. And
1: Right. So I can see that. It's kind of that way. <clears throat>
2: yeah.
1: I... Gozer, the Gozerian kind of showed up. Right. Now I'm just
2: envisioning the Ghostbusters. The end scene of that looking through the portal is actually the the kids from the, that would have been a great crossover at the. If and, the they're, and they're and they're sitting there smashing one. it at the same time the Ghostbusters are zapping it because that's when the portal was opened the biggest. That would have been a great crossover.
1: The D and D cartoon and Ghostbusters. That would have been great. <laughs> Maybe, so, so yeah.
2: little did we know it wasn't the fastball special that destroyed it. it was actually the Ghostbusters. It was just yes. going on simultaneously. Bobby mm-hmm. actually broke
0: his neck and probably died, but you know,
2: we don't know. Right. Yeah, well. Anyway, <laughs> tell us what you think
0: about this episode. Write us in, RFI staff at gmail.com, facebook.com slash rfi podcast. And we're going to head out. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey,
1: everybody. for initiative.